0: hey hey yo we have a special message for you it's at the end of the episode
1: so make sure you listen even when we say bye like don't go away don't switch to the next podcast on your list no don't do it because it'll it'll be um important information that you're gonna want to know that's right This is Brooke and this is Nikki and this is my so-called whatever welcome to the block party we ain't leaving out
0: nobody hey 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 what do you say
1: today's the new day (laughs) (laughs) so what's up yo not a whole lot it's Sunday 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 Sunday
0: hasn't been a Sunday fun day though
1: Today's been like a blah Sunday. It really has been.
0: I'm just been like, I just like to go back to bed if possible. I hear you. You feel me on that one? Oh. You feel
1: me, Flow? Yes. Yes, but I still have to go to the grocery store.
0: Oh, wonderful.
1: Talk did, about meh. Did you at least get it to go? No.
0: Oh, I like did not. You have to go to like the real grocery store. I have store. to like go
1: into the grocery store. Hard pass. So I'm just going to go and pick up a few things. We need some orange juice. We need some milk. We need something for dinner tonight. What
0: are you going to make for dinner?
1: chicken fajitas
0: that sounds like a marvelous dinner plan
1: i am super pumped sadie probably won't eat it she'll eat the chicken and she'll eat cheese that's still good she won't eat a vegetable probably i'll try to sneak one in there but yeah. it's like, all right
0: what can you do
1: well that's right you do what you do what you can do there's
0: really not much you can do so so it's valentine's day something actually it's valentine's day oh today is valentine's day oh when this comes out it's valentine's day right Wednesday's is.
1: Valentine's Day. Yep. Happy Valentine's Day. I kind of feel like we dropped the ball on something. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> we could have done like a themed episode. Oh, well.
0: I could have talked about Joe, if you're listening. <laughs> Maybe I'll make a special Valentine's Day plate for Joe. Yeah. I used to do that. That'd be
1: nice. That'd
0: be really nice. And then I can put it. What I should do is take the happy birthday paper plate that I made and take the Valentine's Day plate that I make and... The St. Patrick's one, because I always did one for St. Patrick's Day. That's coming right up, too. And I'll put them up on the door. So, what do you think? Yeah, Well, I think we should definitely save the plates. Should we talk more about Valentine's? Eh. Joe, if you want to send me a Valentine's card, that's cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
1: happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. Hopefully you have a great day. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? A, a lot of people will say, eh. Nah. It's on a real holiday. I say, bah humbug. I like Valentine's Day. <laughs> I do too. I like any day where the opportunity to get flowers and candies and stuff is is around. I'm not all about the flowers, though, as you know. Why? Is it because they die? I
0: just, they're so pretty, and I try so hard to keep them alive, and they just don't.
1: I don't try anymore. And they're so expensive, you know? They don't have to be. I like Hannaford flowers. My dad always got me Hannaford flowers. It's the thought that counts. It is the thought that counts. I don't need any big bouquet put together by some fancy place delivered to me or anything. No. Honestly, just at the checkout line, just grab some flowers. That's a good idea. I think it's really nice. What about a nice corsage? Okay, let's talk about corsage. I'm not going to wear a corsage, thanks. But the corsage that... Sadie wore it to the father daughter dance last night was fantastic. Aww. It was glittery.
0: Oh, I have a sad story about the corsage. My Kevin forgot. Oh, after I just told him about prom and how yeah my date forgot my corsage. Oh, and, fa- and he was like, "That's awful. That's so awful." And then <laughs> Bren don't yeah said, "Where's my corsage?" <laughs> It's my fault, too, because it's tax season. He felt horrible. And I say, Kevin, it's tax season. Exactly. I was a little upset because he has that. He usually plans that
1: all out. See, my husband does not. He doesn't even know what a corsage is. So I had to order yeah, but it. Kevin didn't
0: it. either until he started this. I mean, how many times have they gone? They've gone, oh, right. like, what? This is, like, the fifth time? Sixth time? Right. And so... It, I don't think he got her a corsage the first time. I think after he saw that the girls had corsages and whatever. Right. And he was like, okay, I got to remember, make a mental note, maybe make a mental note to m- have my tie match the dress. And usually he had this, like, really nice red tie because Bryn would always get a red dress. Yeah. But we couldn't find a
1: red dress this year. Oh, so I loved that, her dress, though. It was cute. I loved it. Her dress was beautiful. I thought it was really nice. It looked so nice on her. She looks so grown
0: up. She said she didn't want to wear a prom dress. That's what she said. Yeah, she just wanted to wear something fun.
1: It was and like I a party said, dress.
0: That's exactly what I said. I because it's like a sixties ish yeah
1: party dress, and she really liked it. So I thought it looked great. It was and it was very age appropriate and appropriate for the venue and everything. Yeah, a lot of a lot of girls wore prom dresses.
0: Yeah, and that's fine, too. To and that is own. perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Yeah, and they looked adorable. Yes. But Brynn just wanted to be a little bit different. And she wore her hair down this time. She's always worn it up. It looked um, nice. Except when she was really She little. had it done,
1: right? Yeah. It looked really nice. The curls. Lori did it. Yeah, it looked really good. Lori did a good job. My child just wanted pigtails. She looked adorable. So I did, I did fancy pigtails. But yeah, so Sadie had a glittery corsage, and she was thrilled about it. That's Kevin awesome. forgot the corsage, but that's okay. That's all
0: right. It's he's, he's you know not what? the
1: worst. Uh no. Not even
0: <laughs> a little bit. He's pretty awesome. Yeah. In fact. Not even a little bit. In fact, he's agreed to go with me to Los Angeles. So you know what that means? I'm gonna go see Joe. April 4th. Yeah, I know. I wow. Know. I know. I can't believe that. I know. I said, are you sure? Like, don't don't say that you're gonna want to do this if you if are you not can't. gonna do it. Right. If you can't do it, because, I mean, Kevin would, and he's like, no, no, I can do it. Like, I can do it. It's one, it's like two days. Yeah. He's exhausted. Yeah. I think it would actually do him. And he can take a lot of what he's doing. He can do a lot of stuff remotely. So he's going to take his computer with him and. Yeah. But he's also going to go and walk around while I'm at the concert. He's going to go and do some fun stuff. But I think we're going to stay at the same hotel as Christine. So. Oh, that's a great idea. I think yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and and I asked Christine if I could still like go with her if we could like go together from the airport, yeah, to the hotel and all of that. So the only thing I have to worry about is like the hotel cost is, is is expensive. Now it's like an extra ticket, but the thing is, him driving me down and driving me back and driving down again to pick me up and driving back like
1: it's a lot.
0: That's a lot. So why not just come over like a matter of a couple days, right? Exactly. So why not just come with me, right? That makes perfect sense, and I think that's awesome. I think so, too. I think it would be really good for him, and yeah, he loves L.A. He's been a couple times, so. I've never been. I've only been that one time.
1: <laughs> I think we talked about it before.
0: I think so, but I think I cut it out. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if I didn't, then you guys know what I'm talking about.
1: All right, well, let's get into some stories. Let's talk about some stories. Okay.
0: This week was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster of a week. For... It really was, for many reasons. Yeah, yeah. But one of the primary reasons I'm kind of, like, glum is that a lot of our friends didn't get on the cruise. They're on the wait list. Right. So, um, it's, so you know, we'll see what happens over the next, over the coming months. Right. And we you can know. only just hope and, you know, that they can get on. Yeah. And, you know, I started thinking, what can I do? Like, what? Because, you know, I'm putting myself in their position. And what can I do? What can I do to make this? I can't make it better. Right. But how can I make it all right? Like, I can't, like, it's not that I can't make it better. I can't solve it because I can't, like, be magical. Right. As much as I want to be. But how can I help people feel better? So originally we had planned, we're just going to be full disclosure, we had planned a cruise episode. But we decided that wasn't the the best idea. So with that being said, I started... Looking for stories. And I came across this story from Drew about this little convention she went to back in the 90s. And it was the New Kids on the Block convention. And it was in Boston. And Jackie is friends with Drew. And I was so excited to get this story because I never knew there was a New Kids on the Block convention. Did you? No, I had no idea. I would have gone. Would you have gone? I would have gone. Yeah. I'm there. Heck yeah. It was just like, it wasn't very far away. So the gears started going a lot of these people one of the things that they had said the primary thing that they had said is the cruise is a way for them to see the people that they haven't seen that that's their family that's yep. their chosen family and now they're sad they're they're most like they're they're mostly sad about the fact that they're not going to see these people so right what could we do or what could we propose to do to kind of have something similar, but it's not a cruise. And it might not be as, like, high profile. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? No, and, but- like, new kids on the block are most definitely not going to be there. Right. But we could still have that family atmosphere. So we had talked in the past about, like, my so-called sleepover, stuff like that. But then when Drew's story came through, Jackie and I had talked about this previously, before any of this happened. It would be a fun thing After we stay at like the residence inn, yeah, to do something like this, to get a bunch of people together over a long weekend, yeah, and just have a bunch of events planned, a bunch of things for us to do, hang out in each other's rooms because the residence inn allows for that kind of. It's like it's almost like dorms, bigger dorms, yeah. So I talked to Jackie and I was like, "What do you think? Is this something we could potentially do Mm -hmm. this year that might give someone uh, at least I can look forward to this until." the waitlist people they go down the waitlist right we can't say for sure 100 this is happening but we can say that it's in motion and i i I wasn't able to do it just i had to be realistic as much as i wanted to do it right i had to look at it and say you know what with the podcast i can't i just with work i have i have to work and i can't do that and right. do the podcast Because even just with like coaching in the podcast, it's been tight. Mm -hmm. It's been really tight. So Jackie said she would head up this idea, but that she was looking for help. So if you're interested in helping, if you're interested, if you think that this is something that you would be interested in attending, let us know. Um, We'll have a form on the website that you can fill out and it will let Jackie know if you want to help or you're interested in attending, if you have ideas.
1: Yeah. So, and I think I mean I think it could be something really cool for it could be the I don't, community.
0: Yeah, we're thinking like summertime. Be, just but as I'm, long as people going into it know, okay, we're not doing this to make any money. We're doing no, this. no, no, no. And no, I no, mean, no. I'm not really even involved. Like this is
1: this this is, is independent just, of like, this is independent of us. anything. Like we're like, just this is a this is something for the community, right? That just yeah. to do just exactly. to get together exactly like how can we do
0: it on the cheap right
1: and that's the thing like if anybody has any ideas right yeah that's where you f- submit that form on the website
0: exactly you know so, anything right and again this is the the very early stages we're not you know saying that it, something for sure but it's just something to look forward to if it could yeah. be possible so but if we can get it, it together help. and yeah right. so if we got planners out there we've got people that could make this happen oh my gosh Let Jackie know. Yeah. Fill out that form. We'll also have it in the Facebook group. Cool. It'll be fun. So without further ado, I'm going to take and um, read Drew's story. Oh, you're sorry. Without further ado, Brooke is going to read (laughs) Drew's story.
1: (laughs) So uh, have at it, Brooke. All right. This is Drew in the NKOTB convention. Hello, ladies. Thanks for asking me to take this trip down memory lane to tell my story about the NKOTB convention. It was 1998, 1999, can't remember which, and I had just moved to Boston. It had been a dream for this Vermont girl to live in Boston ever since New Kids on the Block introduced me to their beloved hometown of Boston. It had been years since they parted, but I was still a mega fan. I was working as a nanny for a very sweet family who heard a, heard me talking about how I wanted to go to the New Kids on the Block convention that was being put on by a fan. They purchased a ticket for me as a surprise. I was so excited to be able to see and go into the places I had only heard about from the guys. I had made many trips by Joe's house in Brookline. I'm totally a Joe girl. And I loved spending time in Jamaica Plains. But this was the opportunity to get up close and personal with our family and see their hangouts. The convention was over a weekend and there was a small group of ladies, mostly who were already friends. I only knew my friend who agreed to do a video of the convention in exchange for an entrance. She wasn't a fan, though. She wanted to catch my fangirling on video. <laughs> I wish I could find the video now. The convention was a blast. We spent time in Hi-Fi Pizza, took a tour of... What's DYC, D-Y-C. Took a tour of DYC.
0: i I'm not sure. I can't
1: think. I'm sure it's something that... Dorchester Youth Center. Perfect. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Went by by Joe's house, toured Footlight Club, where the McIntyre family performed, got to talk to Danny on the phone, and had a cruise with their family members. Some highlights of this weekend were the folks I met along the way. I don't remember anyone's names, nor do I have any of their contact information. (laughs) I was like a tag-along to their weekend fun. It was great. There were a couple friends of the guys that tagged along. I also don't remember who they were. I've included pics in an email that will follow this one. Dorchester Youth Center told us that Nukas in the Block and Mark Wahlberg continued to donate to them. I thought that was very sweet. They continued to give back to a place that they felt had given a lot to them. The cruise was a lot of fun. John and Jordan's sister and nephew were there. And I mostly enjoyed chatting with Dan Sr. He is a total sweetie. At the end, I felt really sad that Nukas on the Block wasn't together anymore. Also, during the convention, we spoke to Danny on the phone and he was really funny. His mom had just passed before the call. It was great to hear from Danny about what things were like for him back in the day and what he was up to then. If I had only known that they would get back together, never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined it. We should do another convention now that the guys have gotten back together. Oh, hey. (laughs) I'll have to send more stories, like when I went to see Joe in a mall outside of Boston for the release of Stay the Same. I also met a group of really great ladies while we waited in line. Joe, as always, was a sweetie, and I was a complete nervous wreck. That man really does a number on me. Love and NKOTB, Drew. And Drew has some pictures.
0: And uh that Joe does a number on me as well. <laughs> <laughs> I I must I must admit. Yeah, Drew has some really good pictures. These are awesome. I just look so cool. Very cool. I love this story, Drew. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing. Yes, we really appreciate it. There's Hi Fi Pizza Restaurant. <laughs> there was something I was going to say. Oh, we, we went to a lot of these things when we did our little tour. Yes, we did. Yeah, it was really neat. I wish that that video saved. So here's another thing that I want to say. Yeah. I feel like Kelly in our group, not Kelly, moderator Kelly, not hashtag Kelly, but the other Kelly, Um, I feel like she said that she has the video of the reunion, possibly. Maybe, maybe not, but maybe. Wait, the video of what reunion? this i think she went to this convention oh sorry not oh, reunion convention oh, oh, oh okay yeah i could be completely wrong though but well that would be super neat that would be so cool if she
1: did so she has she'll, everything she'll let us know
0: yeah we'll we'll find out
1: yep and if and if so maybe she can share it yes so thanks again drew
0: thank you drew and uh yeah my, this whole story i think has gotten some gotten the ball in motion yeah Is that the right term sure a Rolling Stone collects no moss. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was trying to be wise. The squeaky wheel gets, gets the, the grease. grease. Wait,
0: what?
1: That's not what that means, though. No, the squeaky wheel gets the squeaky meal. The squeaky wheel gets the grease means like if I if I like nag if I, I, if I scream loud enough, you'll give it to me. Right. I don't like that. I don't either. You know what that is? That's like retail hell. That I was just gonna say that.
0: You know what else? A rolling stone collects no moss. Is that a real th- saying? I feel like it is. Or a rolling
1: stone. Yeah. I feel like oh, it yeah, is. Oh, yeah. Because you're always moving. So you're not you are not getting the moss because you're moving. Oh, so is that Whereas like, if you're like, just like, you get like... You're going to get sick. Yeah. Or moss.
0: Or something. Fat. Yeah. I was just going to say. <laughs> All right. Too late for that. <laughs> All right. So this is Shannon's story. So funny story about Shannon. Shannon emailed us and Shannon's from Maine and there are more connections. There are many more connections. Let me just tell you, it is a small world. After all, it really is. It's a small world and we realized how small it was by communicating back and forth. And I'll let you know a little bit about that in just a moment. So anyway, here is Shannon's story. I'm sorry this is long. I tried to keep it as simple as I could. I'm unbelievably lucky to have some really great memories and it was hard to narrow it down into something suitable for your show. Anyway, here's my NKOTB story. I first became aware of NKOTB when they appeared on the Nickelodeon show Don't Just Sit There in 1988 or 89. Same as Christine. I, I believe that is what Christine said
1: when, I we, when we talked
0: to her on the podcast. I don't remember that show. You don't remember that show? No. What was it about?
1: I don't even know. Don't just sit there. How do you remember it then? If you don't know what it was about, I don't remember what it was about. It was, but I can I can see it. It was like a variety show, but not like scripted variety. There was like a studio audience. Hmm. maybe did like activities, like little games and stuff.
0: Interesting.
1: I do not recall. Maybe that. I'll try to clip up on the
0: group. I, I've seen I've seen it now. Oh okay. But like I remember it. I remember I
1: watched it then.
0: I don't recall it. Like. <laughs> No, okay i remember it very clearly my younger sister and i were in our living room flipping through the channels on our big tv box wait (laughs) flipping through the channels on our big box tv manually because there was no remote i remember the click 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 Mm -hmm. oh click 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 and we came upon this group of guys singing and i made her stop i was immediately transfixed by the young blue-eyed kid i thought he was the most dreamy thing i'd ever seen but i was worried that i might be too old for him It was a few months before I heard anything about them again. When everyone suddenly started talking about this group that was touring with Tiffany and how cute they were, I knew that had to be the same group. I'd just been to see Tiffany, my first concert, and I was very sad that I had missed out on seeing them too. I didn't have to wait long, though. I soon found out that Tiffany was coming back to Maine, along with NKOTB and Tommy Page. My two best friends and I got tickets, and we spent the weekend at my friend's camp in Old Orchard Beach, Cool. Oh, hey, hey. Brooke was at that concert. We were so excited because we were allowed to walk into the show all by ourselves with no adult supervision, even (laughs) though we were only 14. That's, yeah. Hey. Big deal. That is a big deal. I credit that concert with turning me into a lifelong blockhead. There was already such a sense of sisterhood. I remember chatting freely with all the other girls around us and feeling so comfortable with them, even though we had only just met. I was completely obsessed from that moment on. I saw them in concert two other times after that. By the time I started high school, it was no longer cool to be a fan. I still loved them, but the mania had died down a lot, and it was easier to move on to other interests. I was in college when Face the Music came out. My mom sent me the CD and a care package, and I listened to it frequently, but didn't really pay much attention to whether they were touring or not. In 1995, I met my husband and moved myself halfway across the country to Illinois to be with him, leaving my family and friends and my childhood crushes behind me. A few years later, I once again received a care package from my mother. This time it contained a VHS tape of Joe's new Stay the Same video. (sighs) And it all came right back. I was in a relationship though, and my then boyfriend didn't exactly love having his girlfriend drooling all over some guy, so I kept it pretty low key. I also really didn't have any friends to share the love with which somehow made it feel less fun. The spark was back though, and from then on I kept tabs on what Joe was up to. The internet was a much bigger deal by the time Meet Joe Mack came out, and I had joined the fan forum on Joe's website. I made some friends, and when we found out that there was going to be a CD signing near me, one of them decided to drive up from downstate Illinois to go with me. We had never met, but we spent the day hanging out at the mall, waiting in line, chatting with each other and other fans. We got our autographs and said hello. I remember being so in awe of the way Joe looked at me when it was my turn. He looked at me like he knew how important that moment was for me And so he was going to do his very best to give me his undivided attention, even though he only had 30 seconds of it to give. Joey (sighs) McIntyre. What a guy. What a guy. He made me feel like he truly cared that I was there. In the end, it turned into one of my most humiliating moments as a fan. But that is a story for another time.
1: Oh, I need
0: to know about this.
1: We're going to need that story soon. Yes. Yes, please. Please. Please and thank you.
0: I was able to see Joe in concert a few times between spring 2001 and December 2002. I got engaged on Christmas of that year, married and and the following June and pregnant with my daughter by her first anniversary. I didn't have much attention to spare for the next few years. So even though I continued to keep tabs on his career, I no longer had time or money to attend shows the way I might have liked to. Then 2008 hit and suddenly I was hearing rumors that NKOTB was coming back. I saw the sizzle video and my heart stopped for a second.
1: I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Um, Now I'm going to Google it. not right now. Sizzle video. Okay.
0: All I remember is click, click, click. Sizzle
1: video. Oh, I, maybe it was like a teaser video. Oh. Because what she goes on to say next is what led me to think that.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I didn't know how to feel about this. I wanted them to come back, but only if they were going to really come back and do it right. I was not down for them coming back to be a punchline. You can imagine how excited I was as things began to unfold and I realized that they were proving themselves to be the men that I'd always believed them to be. I couldn't resist getting tickets to see them. I was still worried that I might somehow be disappointed, but I had to find out for sure.
1: A sizzle video, also known as sizzle reel. The purpose is to capture attention. The meaning of this term has been expanded through popular usage to also mean what is most often called the highlights reel. Oh, hey. So that must have been something that was that came out before, like, the official announcement.
0: I don't remember that, do you? Well, nope. because I don't remember until they were on the Today Show. Nope. My mom was like, NSYNC's getting back together. <laughs> <laughs> you know those boys? Those boys from NSYNC? <laughs> They're getting back together. Aren't you excited? I'm like, Mom, no. NSYNC's not getting back together. Backstreet Boys? Like, who are we talking about? Right. And then, funny. when I found out, holy moly moly, I had no idea. Did you? No. no. Like, I had no clue. Nope. I felt like my life was ready to begin. This is
1: where my life begins.
0: No, I was like overly excited, but that's for another day. Or actually, <laughs> we've already told that like 500 times. We've
1: talked about this.
0: Okay. Okay. So she was worried that somehow she would be disappointed, but had to find out for sure. I took my work friend and my sister-in-law with me, and we had the most fun I could remember having in years. I wonder if she went to the Portland show. It was the perfect blend of nostalgia and new music. It was tongue-in-cheek, campy fun that was obviously tailor-made for their fans. It was proof that they loved us just as much as we loved them. It was everything. From that moment on, I was on the NKOTB fan forum every night. Oh, me too. I started making friends with a bunch of other women in Joville, and we would spend hours and hours sharing stories, photos, and jokes. I loved hearing about. That was like when it was on, like Ning. It's there start. There was like a network that was on before. It was like a social network. Yeah, I want to say it was like Ning, called Ning or something like that. And it was great. It was so much fun. I loved it so much. Let's bring it back, please.
1: I was never on it.
0: I just want some like boards, like some. I want like. It'd be fun. It's, Facebook is okay. Like, it does the job. Right. But the boards were organized by discussion. Right, right, you know? right by topic. By, right. Yeah. And Facebook just doesn't do a good job of that.
1: No, Facebook does a terrible job of that, actually. And
0: that's really what, as fans, like, we're looking for. So, you so can... it's all in one section. Like, it's all in one place. Instead of having, like, all these different groups. Right. It's, like, one place.
1: Maybe we should make some boards. Uh,
0: hey, I have been saying this since day one, my friend. I have been saying this since day one, day numero uno, that I wanted to bring back the the message boards.
1: Well, maybe we just have to make them. That that would be a whole like job in itself. I know. Hey, so let me know. <laughs> nuka's in the block. If you're listening. <laughs> Okay,
0: so I started making friends with a bunch of other women in Joville and we would spend hours and hours sharing stories, photos and jokes. I loved hearing about what the guys were up to as they traveled the country, but mostly I loved feeling like I was part of the sisterhood again. I began to realize that people thought I was fun and funny and made me feel really good about myself, so I kept going back for more. There was always that sense that the guys were lurking and reading the things that we were posting, so I got the idea to create a thread in which we would suggest absolutely ridiculous and foolish ways for Joe to prove that he was paying attention, even without ever having to actually come out and say so. Interesting. You've got my attention. (laughs) I don't remember Joville. I feel like I would have been a part of Joville if I would have known about it. I feel like
1: you would have absolutely been a part of Joville.
0: Yeah, I was probably um, developing WordPress themes at that time, and that (laughs) took up most of my time. Um, soon after that, things started to happen that made me feel like he was messing with me. He would do something subtle that would appear to be an answer to one of the crazy suggestions, but were never anything that I could prove. I kept my mouth shut because I figured people would think I was insane if I said something. Then, in early 2009, all of the guys joined Twitter. Joe began answering questions, and one night, about a week or so after he joined, I asked him if he had ever read the Mac manual. Again what is the Mac manual? I feel like I'm not like the best fan because I don't know what the Mac manual is. Well, Oh, which was one of the threads on the forum. And he responded. Oh, okay. So I didn't know about Joville. So
1: so I wouldn't know about the Mac manual. right, Right.
0: A few minutes later, he came back and made a joke about a different thread I had created. And then finally indicated that he had found the Mac manual and told me that it had better be good. This was all happening late at night for me, and I was in such a state of shock I couldn't think straight. But over the next few days, I came to realize that the only way he could have ever stumbled across the thread he joked about as quickly as he did was if he had gone directly to my personal page. Once again, I was left with no way to prove it and questions about my own sanity. During this time, my husband was laid off, and many of my friends were doing meet and greets. I was beginning to feel very left out. The full service tour ended, and people were convinced that it was the end. Do you do you remember that?
1: Yeah. Brock. This might be the last one. We gotta go big every year,
0: and every and every year every since. Every tour, every tour. And you know what? I'll say that every I'll say it every, every single one. <laughs> I didn't believe it was, but there was also a break, and I knew Joe was working on a solo record, and I was excited as could be. Then in October of 2009, after six months of unemployment, my husband got a new job and Joe went on Twitter to announce that he was going to have a contest for fans to have the opportunity to be in his new video. Missed that as well. I knew that I had no business even considering entering the contest. I had a job that would be difficult to get away from and no way pay for a ticket to California. So I resigned myself to the fact that this was another thing that I was going to have to miss out on. Then the day of the contest happened and I was home alone and I just couldn't resist. Joe announced that he would be back shortly to have the contest and I prepared myself. He came back and tweeted that the first 30 people to email the address he was going to tweet would be winners. So I opened up Gmail and I opened up a message box and had it all prepared to go as I refreshed Twitter continuously in another window. As I was doing so, I decided that it seemed weird to send a blank email. So I typed, I love you and went back to refreshing. When I refreshed and the email address appeared, I switched back to my message screen and began to type in it because I was it was an address he had already used for something else. It auto-filled almost instantly and I clicked to send. I knew it had been fast and I spent the next several minutes in a complete panic because I didn't know if I would actually win. Then it happened. Number five, Shannon, you wrote I love you in the email, and I stopped breathing. I spent the next couple of days begging for favors and I managed to fill I managed to work it all out so that I could fly to California for the video. My husband used his frequent flyer miles. One of my friends from the forum let me stay with her and drove me to to and from the airport and the set, and my boss found someone to cover my class while I was gone. I couldn't eat from the time that I learned I'd won until I was on that plane because I was so nervous that something would stop me from going. My husband was starting his new job that very week, and my daughter got sick right before I was supposed to go, but she got better just in time. I felt like a terrible wife and mother, but I knew that this was a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and I would never forgive myself if I missed it. I'm so grateful that it all worked out. It was an amazing day and I will cherish the memories I made forever. Joe was so caring and hardworking. It was really cool to have the opportunity to see him in such an intimate setting and in a way that most people don't get to experience. After the shoot was over, he took the time to take photos and sign autographs for all of us. When it came to me, I first asked him to sign something for my friend and then I said, oh, I'm Shannon, by the way. And he got this look on his face like it meant something to him. And he said, oh, right. Hi, it's nice to meet you. And once again, I was left feeling like I must be crazy to think that he actually knew who I was on some level. After that, he took us into a theater and let us watch a preview of the video. And he took a group photo with all of us. After the day of the video shoot, he responded to a few more of my tweets to him. And then several weeks later, on the night his Mac Pack 3000 went on sale, he followed me back on Twitter. I don't have a backpack. Three thousand. <laughs> His tweet said, just started following at simply Shannon. His misspelling, not mine. I've been looking for you, girl. I'm serious. Welcome. Let me know when you want me to stop stalking you. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> seriously? That's pretty crazy.
1: That is crazy.
0: I'm all about that. That's awesome, Shannon. That is awesome. I'm like, hey, Joe. You don't ever have to stop stalking me. <laughs>
1: I'm just going to put
0: that out there. Feel free. I'll never say no. My life is an open book to you. Um, I was flabbergasted. He had only just started following fans. I'd hoped to be one of the fortunate ones, but I'd refuse to get my hopes up too high. It was a long time before I realized all that his tweet might actually have implied. Since that time, I've had several interactions with Joe and they've all been beyond anything I could have ever imagined. That day, I was sitting in my living room flipping through the channels on my TV, becoming smitten by a pair of beautiful blue eyes. All of my stories can be found on my blog. And she links to her blog, Com, and we'll put a link website. we'll put a link to it on our website. As much as I cherish these stories, I cherish even more the friends that I have made along this journey. The sisterhood is as real as it gets, and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Thank you so much for taking the time to read my story. I hope you enjoyed it. I've included a few photos from the video shoot, as well as a couple photos from some of the meet and greets I've done. So, with that being said, these po- pictures are amazing.
1: These pictures are awesome.
0: So, first of all, I realized when I got Shannon's email, she, it linked to her blog, so I went and I started reading her blog. And like the first post I read, and then I think it was like the second or third post I started reading, and I realized that I knew what she was talking about. Like, I actually knew what she was talking about. She started talking about the Boston Marathon bombing, started talking about, was it the total package? No. The package tour. The package tour in t- 2013, and how her and her friend CJ, which I feel I know as CJ from Minnesota. I don't know why I know her as CJ from Minnesota, I just always. Where's she from? I don't know. Oh. I think she's from Minnesota. Oh. I feel like I talked to this person. I could be wrong. I could be completely off, but I feel like I'm not. Yeah. Anyway, so CJ and like a couple of her other friends had gotten together and like decided they were going to do this thing, which we've kind of talked about on previous episodes. Did, have we? When we talked about having front row. Like having a front row when we talked about the row situation. Yeah. When I caught it and then like elbowed you in the, the beer in, and elbowed you in the beer. Um. <laughs> so basically what had happened was we were in a photo group with this girl named CJ. Yes. And CJ had asked us after when we were leaving the photo group if we were interested in helping her do something. And so I was like, I didn't even know what it was, but I was like, okay, sure, sure whatever. Yeah why not so she's like okay come and so we went past security and i'm like where where are we going going? and you were like nikki what did you agree to and i said i don't know (laughs) i don't know i just she she said she needed help with something and i said sure so she told security these girls are with me and then we made our way down to the venue the venue and i'm thinking so what they had were they had these um sheets of paper that said Boston strong on them. And then they had like glow bracelets and they wanted us to take and put them on every seat that was like in a a section and what it was. They were supposed to be held up during I'll be loving you forever. I think, I think that was the song. Oh, but they ended up being held up during sweet Caroline. Yes, I believe. Yeah. And it was so hot. it It was was hotter than blazes it was i was i was was a hot sweaty mess after that i mean i get hot and sweaty anyway
1: but it was really hot because
0: we had a lot of ground to cover we had a lot of places to put these on and not a whole lot of time so we had to be really fast and there wasn't a whole lot of us doing it i want to say there was like six six of us yeah there was not very many and so we did that and and then we ended up talking to a security guard that night because yep. he was down there and he's like oh what are you girls doing and we said oh we just said we would help out a friend you know this girl cj asked us to help out so we said sure whatever and he there were two seats that were available in the front yep and he told us that we could go down there because nobody was there like he said go ahead
1: you was girls very, go very ahead. nice he very was, nice
0: gentleman he was so nice and then he ended up telling his other guy because they were like doing replacements yeah those two girls are fine
1: or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And so... It was very cool. We
0: ended up having, front, like, a front row seat before... It was after the bar stools, though, because there was, like, bar stools. That right, sign. right, right. But we were, like, right, right directly after it. that. Which, which was, was cool. Insane.
1: Very cool. Very, very, very cool. I was cool. like, what? We really liked it.
0: So, lot. yeah, it was really cool. And then to see the story on her blog, I'm like, wait a second, we were the other girls that... <laughs> yeah it was crazy
1: yeah that that's funny
0: it was and it was a really nice gesture it was really nice that they did that the boston Imagine. strong because it was the day after the boston strong concert i believe or the day before or the day after i can't remember
1: it was somewhere in there
0: yes so i emailed her and i was like hey we're the we're there yeah we were there do you remember us? And then I found our meet and greet picture and realized that's when I realized that CJ was in our photo group. CJ that's was in our how photo it all group. right happened. So CJ, if you're listening, what's up? What's up, girl? I don't know if she's listening. Hey, girl. Hey, hey.
1: We used to talk. She is, um, and she's the the one with the pink shirt and the blonde hair. in yeah. Um, the pictures on the website. Yeah, 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 yeah. With in Shannon's pictures. Yeah. So it's
0: cool. Small world, man. It is a small world. After this, all, this sub. Um, blockade community is a small world yeah it is
1: so it's cool
0: shannon thank you for sharing your story we want to hear that other story though
1: yes yes why what was so embarrassing yeah
0: we we need to hear it she's got some great pictures so make sure you come to our website (laughs) check out this episode if you're listening to this on itunes there is a link to the episode right in itunes so click on that link and you'll be able to see the pictures So, so cool yeah Thank you again, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. And visit Shannon's blog. There's a link to it on our website. All right. This is Meg's story. Hey, Meg.
1: We're excited to share your story. Hey, ladies. So my birthday girl story has some background. Over the last several years, I've had some tough years and my birthdays have been far from fun. On my 37th birthday, I was 11 weeks pregnant. After suffering one miscarriage and then having a successful one, I was happy but cautious. Well, on the night of my 37th birthday, it happened. I miscarried. Mm. Two more miscarriages followed. I'm so sorry, Meg.
0: I'm so sorry, That's hard.
1: Some other disappointing things happened on my 38th birthday. So for my 39th, I just asked for no drama. Several weeks after my 39th birthday, I gave birth to my second living child at 34 weeks gestation, and I, myself, needed emergency surgery following the delivery. He had several rough days, but we were able to bring him home after 10 days in the NICU, but racked up an obscene amount of hospital bills. So several months later, with a horribly colicky baby, the tour was announced. I wanted to go, but good Lord, would I be able to leave this baby? Could I financially manage? I figured he would be almost a year old, so hopefully the baby would be better by then. Anyway, the show in my city was announced as the the day before my B-Day. Birthday. I tried to get good seats and no such luck. I told my fellow blockhead concert partner in crime that if they added a show on my actual birthday that I would go all out and spend all the money for meet and greet. Who cares that I am up drowning in medical bills, right? I forgot to mention that I was going to have a 40th birthday party, but seeing the guys up so close and personal was way more appealing than a party. Anyway, a little time passes, and then I get the call that changed my life. A little dramatic, right? My friend called to say a show was added on my birthday. What? I told her I was in. When the tickets went on sale, I was still on maternity leave, so I logged in and boom, got VIP. I was so excited that my credit card wouldn't go through. Oh no. I have never charged such a large amount, so the fraud protection wouldn't let me purchase the tickets. Luckily, my friend had also been trying to get tickets, and she bought them on her card. Fast forward several months and I heard the amazing rumor that the guys brought a blockhead on stage and sang happy birthday. I had to figure out a way to get noticed. I turned to Amazon and searched for 40th birthday hat. They had tiaras, sashes and such, but I am far from a tiara kind of girl. Well, the perfect hat said it's my effing birthday. I thought, no way can I wear this hat with my job. What if someone sees it? I came up with the idea to alter the hat. So I got a piece of paper and taped over the profanity. So it read, it's my 40th birthday. Aww. Okay. So leading up to the concert, I told anyone who would listen for that. My 40th birthday, I was going to the New Kids on the Block show and they were going to pull me on stage to sing happy birthday. People believed me. They asked how I knew. And I said, I was just putting it out there for the universe to hear. And I wasn't sure if they'd pick me. Hey, we hear that. We do that. Yep. Leading up to the concert, I had dreams of being picked. My family thought I was crazy. My mom told me that I really needed to stop saying it would be me because I would be devastated when it wasn't. I didn't listen. I joined a few Facebook New Kids in the Block groups to see if I could get any information, and one of the lucky birthday girls was answering questions. She basically said it was luck if there was more than one person with a birthday that day. I met some awesome women in these Facebook groups. I even found one going to the concert the day before mine, and she walked me through the day with times of everything and where I could pump. It really took a lot of stress off me, and I'm forever grateful to her. We actually met for the first time this December. So the day of the concert finally arrived. We got to the venue, and we needed to find our group of 10 for the meet and greet. I'm a Donnie girl with tendencies for all the others, (laughs) so normally I wouldn't care who I stood by. But this is my birthday, and I wanted to stand by Donnie. Yeah, me and the rest of the girls looking for a group. My friend is a Joey girl. We weren't able to complete a group, so the staff added girls to our group and told us to work it out. We checked in without determining who would stand next to who. I told the staff member that it was my birthday, and I had to show her my license. She took my picture and told me that I would be notified if it was me. Well, the standoff for Donnie was real. As I was standing there waiting to go meet him, I kept thinking about how I really wouldn't care if I stood next to Donnie if I knew I'd be picked for the birthday girl. I asked the staff member when the birthday girl was picked, and it wouldn't be until after my meet and greet. I started thinking about karma and actually talked to another girl about it and gave up my spot. A short time later, I found out that I gave my spot up to a woman who was a veteran, so I felt even better about my choice. I said if I didn't get Donnie, I wanted to be with Jonathan, and the others obliged. As we stood in line waiting to meet them, I was trying to figure out what the heck I would say when it was our turn. Well, if anyone has done meet and greets, the whole process of meeting all five guys... guys is about 60 seconds. We felt rushed talking, so I didn't really say much to the guys. And frankly, I didn't know what to say anyway. Danny asked if it was really my birthday, and I said yes. Donnie wished me a happy 25th birthday. <laughs> Jordan didn't say anything, and I stepped on his foot when I hugged him, so I Aww. apologize. I stopped for the picture with John and told him how much I loved seeing him and Harley on The Amazing Race, and he thanked me. The pic was done, and then I hugged Joy without saying anything. Can you say deer in headlights? Oh,
0: I, I can definitely say that.
1: <laughs> well, next thing you know, I turn around, and the girl I gave my Donnie spot to is still standing there while other groups meet the guys. Her friend proceeds to tell us that Donnie told her he wanted an individual picture since she was a veteran. I couldn't believe it. She got a one-on-one picture with him and the group. I try not to be disappointed, but man, I really wanted a pic next to Donnie. Don't get me wrong, I love them all, and if I do another meet and greet, I'll want to stand with John. But at the time... I was really wishing I had the dawning moment. After we were done, I decided to go back to the check-in area to see if they'll tell me how many other birthday girls checked in. Two others besides me, so I had a 33% chance. I went back to the party and tried to enjoy myself. Several people wished me a happy birthday, and I even saw Danny's dad. I laughed because he said the same thing his son said. Is it really your birthday, he asked, if I wanted a picture with him. And of course, I said yes. We chatted for a few minutes, and he was just the sweetest man, and I loved his accent. (laughs) The veteran in my group told the staff... Remember how I gave up my spot in the picture and I should be the one picked. The staff member said she didn't make the decision, but that was nice of me and good luck. (laughs) As we were walking to the venue, I saw the original girl who checked me in and took my picture. I thanked her and told her to have a great tour. She stopped me and said, it's you. I was in shock and I didn't, and it didn't 100% sink in. The girls in my group that I just met started screaming. I swear I almost knocked down the table to give this woman a hug. She told me that she would come to my seat later to explain more. I think I floated the rest of the way to the venue. (laughs) Now here's the funny part of the story. I had a breast pump and security was checking our bags. The security guard allowed me to bring in my pump as his face became extremely red from embarrassment. I found the first aid station and my friend came with me. As I was pumping, I noticed that the armpits of my shirt were white from me sweating off my deodorant. Oh no. Here I was afraid I would pee my pants if I was picked and no, I'm dealing with sweaty pits and deodorant marks. I feel ya. I used the water I purchased to try to rub on the white stains and prayed my stress, excitement, sweating would stop. Boys two men and Paula Abdul were great, but I would lie if I said I wasn't thinking about the birthday moment from the second I found out. After Paula, the staff member came to my seat and told me that security would come get me after Didn't I Blow Your Mind, so I should be ready. I'm not going to lie. That really helped me enjoy the show. However, the anticipation once they started singing from the first album was something fierce. After Didn't I Blow Your Mind, no one came. I thought they must have picked someone else. Oh, well. Another birthday let down, and then it happened. A security guard tapped my shoulder and asked me to follow him. We walked quickly through the crowd and to the side of the stage. Another security guard took my hand and told me to wait. Danny then walked toward me and took my hand. Ladies, it was crazy. I felt like it was just me and them. I tried looking for my friend, but I couldn't see her. It might have been the lights or maybe just my excitement of being on stage. I was wearing a button that said, kiss me, it's my birthday, which none of the guys commented on during meet and greet, and frankly, I forgot I was wearing it. Well, as I went to give John a hug, he said, kiss me, it's my birthday, and he puckered. (laughs) Well, I never in one million years expected that. So I leaned in for him to kiss my cheek and he didn't. I looked and he was still puckered. So I did what any married new cause of the black woman would do. I smooched his lips. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's awesome. Then I, John, fa- John, you're a national treasure. You're a national treasure. I love you, John. Then I fangirled and almost died. Donnie brought me back to the the moment and said, her hat says it's my 40th birthday. But it really says, he ripped off the paper, it's my effing birthday. <laughs> I laughed, but in my head, I thought, I'll never be able to post any pictures on Facebook with this on my hat. Again, because of my job. Anyway, John started to sing, and it was seriously incredible. His voice was beautiful, and the other guys were coming in and out of my line of sight. I had no idea where to look or what to do. Jordan kissed my hand at the end, as he did for all birthday girls, and he gave me the best hug. Way better than his meet and greet hug. I asked for a selfie, and at the last minute, I took off my hat. Danny took me back to the security guard, who then ushered me back to my seat. It was then that I realized how I was in front of all these blockheads. Women were screaming at me. Most were happy birthday messages, and you're so lucky. I got one, you lucky bitch, but I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Even walking to our car after the concert, people were wishing me a happy birthday. For the most part, everyone was very kind. I had strangers try to find me so that I could see videos or pictures they took. I cannot thank these women enough where we were sitting was not ideal. So my friend's video didn't turn out very well. I was overwhelmed that these women tried to find me and I cherish their photos and videos.
0: I hear that too. For real. Seriously. This community is amazing. And like, yeah. That's awesome.
1: I couldn't sleep that night, and I continue to pinch myself to this day. I can't believe I was picked. I can't believe John kissed me. On on the lips. the lips. I can't believe I'm one of what? 48 women that have that experience? I've had the honor of speaking to several of the other birthday girls, and it's a strange bond that is hard to explain. Maybe not too hard to explain, since Blockhead sisters seem to get it. No birthday will ever be the same. From this point forward, I will simply hope for a tweet or a reply on my big day, but I won't ever be disappointed if I don't get it. Because, I mean, really, my 10-year-old self had her dream come true.
0: That's amazing.
1: Here I am seven months later and it still makes me smile and giddy. Yes, I'm still paying off our NICU and medical bills, but this Nukas on the Block experience was worth every cent. You only live once. YOLO! That being said, (laughs) there will be no cruise in my near future, but I'm going to save up as soon as possible for a future cruise. I'm so thrilled that birthdays will have happy memories again. I'll never forget I lost my baby on my birthday, but the joyous story of my 40th will outshine my sadness.
0: This was such a great
1: story. This is a great story. And there's a video... On our website. Oh, it's so good. Which is awesome. It's so good. It's amazing pictures. And uh that uh that kiss right on the lips. That's all there, too. Mac right on the lips. It's awesome. This is okay. This picture right here is awesome. The selfie. I love doing that picture. Look at him. He looks really happy.
0: He's so super happy. All of them are super happy. They all it, like all it's a them. great picture they're of all every like, single one of them. I'm so excited. Look at all those teeth. That I just love it so much. Thank
1: you so much for sharing your story. Yeah. Happy belated birthday.
0: Happy belated birthday.
1: That's awesome. Yes, Such a cool story. It is a cool story. Meg, you're awesome.
0: You are awesome, Meg. And we're so happy that you had this moment. And we're so sorry for all the things that you had to go through. That's,
1: you know, leading up to this. Right. But um, we're so
0: glad that your 40th birthday is amazing. Yeah. Was amazing. And
1: wow. That sounds like the year is looking up. Yes. Cool. Very cool. All
0: right. So thanks again, Meg. We now have a story from Diane. And I'm going to read it ready ready i'm just gonna jump right in and tell my story before i get off track my dad was in the air force and when i was in the seventh or eighth grade we lived in mississippi i love the new kids on the block before this happened i have two different things i want to tell but first i have never got to see them in concert and i have never met them oh we hope that you do soon absolutely anyway do you remember that they would send you the tv guide if you wanted it I would come home from school and ask for it. I would sit down and carefully go through it to see when New Kids on the Block were going to be on TV. I would record it as I'm watching. I remember I I remember doing... I would like highlight. Yes, I would too. I would highlight and make sure that I knew... circle it with a
1: pen and dog ear
0: this. I would highlight and then I would make notations and then I would make sure that everything was ready to go for the VCR. I would record it as I'm watching and sing and dance. I can't sing but I, I didn't care. Dad was in his chair looking at me like I'd lost my mind and laughing. I know he was happy that I was having fun. <laughs> a friend and I are on the bus one day and we're talking about the new kids on the block. Jeremy was in the seat in front of us and heard us talking and turned around and looked at me and said, why do you, what do you like them for when you could like me? I laughed and I said, cause they're better looking than you. Don't get me wrong. I did like him, but not like I like new kids on the block. And Nikki, just like you, I am a Joey girl. Also, I want to ask, did you ever get to see the video of Cowboy Night on the cruise when Joey strips? Thanks for these podcasts. I really enjoy them, Diane.
1: Thanks, as, Diane. As a
0: matter of fact, I have seen that video,
1: and I have too. A e plus. That is a passing grade. That is more of a passing grade than that. <laughs> cool.
0: So thanks. thanks for that story,
1: Diane. That's awesome. And um, the TV guide thing, totally. Yes. And I also kind of chuckled. About the dad, your dad was in his chair. My dad was on the,
0: his couch, like on the seat of the couch, ca- like the couch seat that he claimed.
1: Like we his allowed- cushion. Yep. We weren't allowed to sit there. My dad has always had his chair. Always. It doesn't matter. Like the chairs change mm-hmm. because, you know, you get new furniture. Yeah. And even the houses change. But everybody always knows my dad's chair. Yeah. So I know like if, my- if I'm visiting my parents. Yeah. And I'm in dad's chair. Yeah. And I hear the garage door open. You need to get out. I get out. Make sure you let me know. If I sit in your dad's chair? You know. You'll know because it's the one that has, it's like a, it has the table next to it with all the remotes lined up and a box of tissues.
0: I'm pretty sure I've sat in that chair.
1: And all the cords so he could like plug in his iPad. Oh gosh, I'm pretty sure I've sat in that chair. And that's fine. Make sure I get out of if it. If my dad is home, you're not sitting in it because he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's fun. So Thank, thank you, you so
0: much. Thanks, Diane. We love that story. And we have one more. One more story. This is uh, Lindsay and Billy Jeffrey. I I did not know who Billy Jeffrey was. And it was from the story that we had read of Lindsay's. And we said, Billy Jeffrey, and we were like, I don't know who that is. And you said, I don't know who that is. And I was like, oh, so so now we know some schooling. Oh, my goodness. I thought I looked up there and I thought that it wasn't recording. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) I would have. I'm glad it is. Here we go. Here we go. So it has come to my attention that most people probably had no idea who Billy Jeffrey was when I mentioned his name in my Donnie stories. No need to wonder any longer. Here is an explanation of my story about the main event concert. Originally, it was supposed to be my mom, my dad, and me attending the concert. However, my mom stayed home to take care of my grandma who lived with us and had Alzheimer's. There was a gap in her home health care coverage, so my mom stayed home and my nurse, Denise, went in her place. The show was on Father's Day at Madison Square Garden, as you might remember from my original story. We had great seats. I was on the aisle right behind the bar stools. We met two super nice blockheads behind us, who I still keep in touch with to this day. So I think it was pretty early on in the show, maybe even before it started, at least before Newcomb's in the Block came on, that I, my nurse, and the two ladies behind us noticed this really good-looking guy standing off to the left near the corner of the stage. Remember how the stage was square? I'm watching the people in front of us stare at him and start talking about him. Of course, I start staring at him, too. I can't help but eavesdrop on what the barstool people are saying. This guy looks super familiar. I know I've seen him somewhere, but cannot place him at all. I'm thinking that he's probably from TV, but I just cannot figure it out. Anyways, the show is going on, and Jordan is standing at the corner on the stage near us. Denise is trying to get a picture of him for me, but we were kind of at a bad angle to get a decent picture of him. So Billy sees that Denise is having trouble and asks if we want him to take the picture for us, since he's literally standing in front of the corner of the stage. We say, sure, and hand him my camera. He comes back, gives the camera back, and we thank him. Then later on, he asks if I want a program. Denise said, sure, I it might be a signed program it was and my dad starts to say oh no thank you she has one denise says shh she doesn't have a signed (laughs) one during the show billy talks to my dad and he tells my dad that he's the kind of famous where people recognize him but can't place him which is very true towards the end of the show he asks me who my favorites were from new kids in the block i said joey and donnie and then donnie surprised me at the end of the show by coming down off the stage to give me a hug and kiss that was all because of billy billy good job what a what a great guy
0: you're 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 a stand-up dude.
1: Absolutely. After the show was over, we talked to Billy for a bit, and he took my phone to take a selfie with me. I'm so not a selfie person, but hey, he wanted to do it, so of course I was going to go along with it. He then takes my phone, asking me if I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I barely used Twitter back then, and I had an Instagram account, but I never posted anything. I tell him yes, but that I don't really use Instagram, and Denise hushes me again, saying, You'll use it now. (laughs) So he follows himself on my Twitter and Instagram account, and from that day on, I become kind of active on Instagram. So thanks, Billy, for that. He was just such a nice guy and really went out of his way that night to be so kind to me. I will never forget that. But, as if things couldn't get any more awesome, on June 26 2015, I see that on June 23rd, the day after the show, Donnie tweeted, I'm the lucky one. It's why I do this. With a friggin' link to my Instagram post of the video of Donnie giving me a hug at the main event. He saw my Instagram post. I'm shocked. I'm speechless. I'm floored. Immediately, I messaged Billy on Instagram, sent him the screenshot of the tweet, and said, and say did you see this he replied and said i did see that i showed him the video we love you girl omg i could not believe billy showed donnie my video let alone the fact that donnie tweeted a link to it okay so now that i told you what actually happened let me tell you who billy is first of all at some point during that night i learned that he's a chippendale Woo woo! i guess women knew that because at the end of the show some ladies were asking to take pictures with him but after doing some googling i realized that he was a contestant on this reality show called true beauty that i actually watched it was on for one season on abc he's also a model small time actor does something with GNC. He's a blockhead, but he's also friends with the guys, especially Donnie, I think. From his Instagram photos, it seems like he was friends with Donnie before Donnie and Jenny got together, but I could totally be misreading things. Donnie actually had him on an episode of Blue Bloods. I knew he had been on the New and the Block cruise before, so I just recently sent him a message asking if he'll be on the cruise in October. He said if he's not touring, he'll be there. So there you have it. That's who Billy Jeffrey is, a really awesome guy that made the main event show such a special night for me. And Lindsay included the selfie and some screenshots of the he looks he does look really familiar stuff that she was talking about yeah he does totally familiar
0: he's he's a nice looking guy very nice looking man hey billy jeffrey or jeffrey billy, billy jeffrey hey billy jeffrey you're a nice looking dude now we
1: know who you are that's very cool i like your hair too so thanks for sharing that Lindsay yes you, Lindsay. eyes
0: yes you are we know who billy jeffrey is now billy jeffrey how you doing are you listening if you are you're a cool dude if you are listening let us know yeah say hey hey girls i listened to that episode yeah that'd be awesome if you want to only if you want to you don't have to you don't have to There'd be a, no pressure no no, no pressure, pressure at all so so yeah cool thanks Lindsay. awesome yeah so um that's it that's our show thank you for sharing your stories with us continue to share your stories with us yeah at uh, my so called whatever at gmail.com we appreciate yep. that visit our website yeah my so called whatever.com and You're you probably can you can follow us on twitter facebook instagram
1: they're all linked on my so called They are, so you can find us all right there. Yeah, it's kind of like a one stop shop. It is. It's like here I am. Yep.
0: All things my so called whatever.
1: Hey, and if you really, really, really want to help us out, head on over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or whatever you call it now these days. Yeah, and whatever leave us it's a called. review. Yes,
0: please do rate and review, and and that's not for like our like like we don't get like money for it or anything no and we don't get like i don't need it to like and it's not for my ego no it's really it helps us get seen exactly uh, that's really what it's. it all helps about. us get the word out about our, our podcast yeah so if you like it you're definitely helping us and it's free to do that and when our podcast is free that's right free 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 just like sunday 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 hey join that N- McIntyre should be putting out a podcast episode uh this tuesday yesterday yeah i wonder what that's gonna be all about i'm excited yeah. Well, though, I mean, because he comes out. I'm wondering because he's been doing Hollywood Nights. Right. So he must be exhausted. Oh,
1: interesting. Yeah. He must be exhausted. Yes.
0: But let me tell you about Hollywood Nights a little, just real quick. Okay. Father figure.
1: Oh, hello. OMG.
0: OMG, OMG, OMG. I saw that and I was like, boop, boop, boop. I'm ready to go to LA. <laughs> Let's do this. Sign me up. Let's get this. Sign me up. Put me on a plane, Boston, L.A.,
1: Pew. I am ready for this to happen. Cool, cool. So, I am ready for that to happen for you. You are? I am. I can't wait to see the videos. Oh, wait. You can't take video. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can?
0: Oh, yeah, you can. I thought
1: that was a thing. So do you want me to just leave it on my face?
0: Because that's... <laughs> <laughs> my face is going to be like... like? Uh, and I haven't got, like, I wasn't able to find any VIP. I don't think there are going to be any VIPs available. But that's okay. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because, you know, whatever. Right. This so, will be fun. It will be fun. I'll get to see Christine. I'll get to see Charlene. I'll get to see Jessica. Jess. Yeah. I'll get to see other people. Christina, she's going. It'll be really cool. Yep. I'm excited for you. Oh, there's a lot of people going to the April 4th show. So I just hope that we can make it happen. So, all right. Well, uh, that was our episode, and we hope Happy you all liked it. Happy Valentine's Day! Happy Valentine's Day to you. Okay. So until next time. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 bye, bye. <laughs> I know you like it. I know you like all it. Right. All right. So it's actually Tuesday night.
1: It is mere hours before we release this episode
0: that is the truth i've already edited the episode it is just awaiting these final touches from our this little announcement that we're going to make
1: so thanks for listening all the way through and for getting here and finding us hey we're like an easter egg at the end (laughs) and it's
0: really not like it's not like breaking news like we're not we're not breaking up the band or anything
1: no, we're not like, we don't have Joey McIntyre coming on next week. or anything. No, I wish.
0: I wish. Because you, well, no. Well, I, how would that happen? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think about that. You get all
1: flustered. I do. I'm starting to get sweaty. Oh. <laughs> but we have a little change coming up. Yes. That we want to let you know. Yes, Indeed. We are going to be switching
0: to a once a week podcast. I know that we said in the beginning that we were going to stick to a twice a week podcast. But it hasn't been as easy as we may have made it out to be. So.
1: Right. Yeah. It's time consuming. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that we can bring you, you know, a quality episode every week. And not, you know, sacrifice because we're trying to rush or we're trying to right. do whatever. And not only that, there's other cool things that we want to still do. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is
0: Burke and I had a talk today and we talked with the moderators, the admins, and you know, what were their thoughts? And then we asked you guys to, we didn't tell you why, but it's just, I think it will be better for all of us. Like, I think it will be better for you guys. I think it's going to be a better experience for you guys. And we'll be able to grow a lot more than if we continued on the same track that we can, we're on right now. Um, There may be opportunities for us to maybe, maybe we, I mean, we're going to try to stick to the every other format. So there'll be a block party and then there'll be an 80s, 90s episode, and then a block party. Um, But there may be times where we might throw in two block parties or something. Maybe, you know, or a right. bonus episode. Because we can do that now because we have the time. But
1: yeah. We, and we haven't had that, that sort of time to be able to do those fun little things. And, you know, we, we want to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: It's going to open things up for us. The reason why we wanted to put it on this episode is because we're going to start it next week. Next week. Right. And I think we're going to start with a block party next week, right? I think so. Yes. So actually, what will be kind of cool about it is that it will be opposite of Joey McIntyre. So you'll get a block party every week still, kind of. You'll get a block party from us. You'll get a new kids on the block cycle. Cycle. That's right. Because we'll be block party and Joe will put out his podcast
1: and then block party and so, there you go. I that'll be awesome. That's actually. I didn't even think about that. That's cool. I was
0: thinking about it. And I'm like, actually, if we do the block party this week, and like I said, there might be times where we might be like, "Hey, guess what? We're gonna throw out a bonus episode., Because right. we love you guys, but we're not able to do that right now like we wanna we wanna offer more stuff to our patreon people too because we appreciate you guys, totally. We just haven't been able to do that. We haven't been able to thank you guys the way that we want to be able to thank you. We haven't been able to do the things that we want to do with the podcast because we just haven't had time. So um, hopefully this will open up some time for us and get us so we get in full preparation for the uh, mission interview, Joey 2018. Just putting that out there, putting it out into
1: the universe. (laughs) Hashtag, 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 mission interview, Joey, 2018. You can't see Nikki's video right now, but as she's talking, she's looking around the room and it's quite funny. Uh,
0: Yeah. So that's really it. Yeah. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. I know I did as well. (laughs) So, um, I think that's it. So So Mondays, Monday, 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 Mondays will still be with you guys until further notice. Until I'm like, "Eh, Mondays aren't working out as well as I thought they were. eh, Not so much. And who knows? We might go back to the two episode format. But for now, we're going to keep it at one episode a week. Yeah, we're gonna have to change our like podcast stuff because it says, We are a twice a week podcast. We, we are a once a week it. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are a weekly podcast. So I think that this is, I think this is going to be great. Me too. So. You darn skippy. We will see you on Monday.
1: Yeah. With a block party.
0: Yeah. Get ready for that block party.
1: We ain't, we
0: ain't leaving out nobody. Nope. We never do. We try not to. No, we don't. We try not to. all right and real quick because we didn't say this on sunday i'm going to la woo tickets are booked because like at the end of this episode i was like "Eh, i don't know i really hope that it works out it worked out tickets are booked so unless something happens i'm going to la i'll be there i'm gonna go see the nkotb star while i'm there how you doing
1: are you gonna do a facebook live there do you want me to yes i want to see okay I will. I want to, I want to like be there too. Okay. I'll be there in spirit, but I'd also like to be there via Facebook live. Okay. I will try to do that. At least for a little
0: bit. I will definitely at least like for a little bit.
1: Like, hey guys, I'm here.
0: Christine, make sure you remind me. Be like, cause you know how I get caught up in the moment. Yep. You know how I do that. How I yep. do. Maybe Christine has to do one. I'll see those blue eyes and I'll be like, those whoops. Sparkling blue eyes. The bluest of blue. That's what his eyes are. (laughs) That's what I am today. I get to hear that song.
1: Woo! (laughs) All
0: right. Cool. That's it.
1: Okay. Thanks, guys. All right. So. So,
0: peace. Peace. See you on a Monday. Bye.